Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Another Biz Tip Friday today. I'm going to be teaching you what in the world do you actually say when you get on the phone with a prospect. Now, feel free to substitute phone with a Zoom call, any kind of a live interaction, really. But I'll, I'll let you know this right up front. This really is what I consider to be one of my secrets to success when it comes to recruiting is being able to simply take the additional step of trying to get on the phone live with someone while you are taking them through the recruiting process, whether that's before you share a third-party tool with them or afterwards during the follow-up. So feel free as I talk about the phone call, you can substitute a Zoom call if that's something that you'd prefer. But, But here's what I want you to understand. Being able to do this, being able to connect with someone in this way will dramatically increase the chances that they actually say yes. Now, before I get into the the details of me recommending what I actually would have you focus on during a phone call, because my goal is this. I want to make a phone call less scary. I want to make this idea of getting on the phone with a prospect less intimidating, less scary, because I want to give you the confidence to know that you can come into one of these conversations with a clear plan in mind that you can execute so that you don't have to be so afraid anymore. But look, I'll also say this. You know, there are different types of prospects that you're going to come across in your business, and maybe not all of them are really going to be the kind of prospect that you could do this with. So for example, if, I, if you're a cold prospect to me, somebody that I meet on Facebook or on social media that I literally have never spoken to or never met before, we have zero relationship and I want to try to prospect you, chances are I'm not going to really be able to get on the phone with you before I share my third-party tool or I may not be able to set up a phone call as the follow-up after I give you some information. So not everybody you're going to be able to do this with, but For people that fall into the category of more of a warm market prospect or people that you have some level of a relationship with, you should be able to do this if you make this a priority. People you know really well, you should be getting on the phone with them before you share your third-party tool if you can do that. At the very least, the follow-up that you schedule with them should be some sort of a live interaction by phone or Zoom. And I'll tell you, if you're struggling right now when it comes to recruiting and building a team, I'll bet you that this is one of the reasons why. You're rushing through the recruiting process, right? You're not really customizing it or tailoring it. You're not personalizing it. You're just going through some scripted copy and paste process that you do with every single person. The language and the messaging is the same for every single person. That's not how prospecting is done the right way. See, prospecting and recruiting is a personalized process. Yes, the process should be the same. You use the same tools. You've got the same series of steps, but the language and the conversation you have should be different for every person because every person is different. 
Every person has a different set of problems in their lives, a different set of concerns, a different set of objections, a different set of things that motivate and and are going to get them excited about what you do. And, And how can you find that out unless you learn how to start slowing down and doing the scary work of actually connecting with people on an individual level? And look, this is the hard work, quite frankly. Prospecting is, it takes a lot of work, but it's worthwhile if you do it the right way. So in our programs, specifically our Legacy Leadership Academy, we spend a lot of time teaching people how to have the confidence and belief and the skills to be able to get on the phone with a prospect. And I'm telling you time and time again, every single one of our students that is willing to do this, they come back time after time just raving about the results of what it helped them do. And not only just what it helped them do, but the person it helped them become to be able to push past their fears and start doing things that they've never done before and maybe they never felt capable of before. There's just so many benefits to doing this. But eventually, here come the question that comes up is this. Okay, Bob, I get it. Get on the phone with people. Sounds good. But what do I say? Like, it's a very scary proposition to thinking of getting on the phone with somebody because, look, you know what I teach you. Don't be the expert. Don't explain. Don't give all the details. So it's natural for you to think, well, then what the heck are we talking about on the phone? Well, I'm going to give you that exact plan. And I want to tell you this. I want to start off by really talking about three things that taking this additional step when you're prospecting somebody will help you do. Number one is getting on the phone or creating some sort of a live interaction with a prospect. It really helps you build rapport with them. And when rapport just means that it helps you relate to them and it helps them better relate to you. See, when you're able to take this additional step, it completely changes the dynamics of you sharing with them because if you can build some rapport and if you can get your prospect to start relating to you, that increases trust, which will increase the chance that they actually have a positive response to what you uh, what, what you want to share with them. Second thing it does is this, is it allows you, if it's done the right way, to create a tremendous amount of curiosity. Like you can literally, if you can imagine, you do this the right way, you can get people to the point where they're like, I can't wait to see what you're about to share with me. This sounds perfect. This sounds exactly what I've been looking for. Like doing this can really start to create a lot of curiosity and excitement. I'll tell you, if you have a prospect in that place, if you can really think of it like priming the pump and getting them ready to look at your tool or try your product or whatever it is you're going to share with them, it will really, really make you more effective in that area. And the third thing, it's going to completely change the context from which they receive the information. So think about it. If I hear your story and I'll go into the details, I'm relating to you. I'm starting to trust you more. I'm really curious now because you're telling me like these problems that we shared together that you found a solution and you're going to share it with me. Like I'm it's when I look at that video, I'm going to be looking at it from such a different place than I would if you just said, hey, here's a video. I'll follow up with you afterwards. It's not even going to be the same information in my mind. So getting on the phone with a prospect before you share the tool is ideal. That's best. But I realize that doesn't always happen. Even if you just do it in the follow-up after they watch the video, that's second best. It'll still give you a chance to do this. So let me break down to you what you actually should be focused on saying. I want to 
highlight and reinforce the concept that I mentioned earlier. We talk about a lot on this podcast and in our programs. You cannot make yourself the expert. So when you're getting on the phone with a prospect, if it's before you share the information or after they've already seen it, you've got to resist the urge to answer questions and give them all the details. Because the more you do that, all you're doing is to them, you're coming across like you're selling them. And that's going to make them less likely to want to do it because they're going to think they have to do the same thing. So you got to fight the urge. Do not give the information. You're always leveraging the third-party tools. But here's the first thing I do want you to do. Share your personal story. Your personal story is one of the most important tools that you have when it comes to prospecting, recruiting, and closing people. Now, when, you're, when we talk about your personal story, here's what I want you to think about. Why did you choose to do this in the first place? Like, why did you choose to get involved with the business? Why did you choose to start taking the products? Think of it like this. What was missing in your life? What problems did you need solved? Was it lack of money? Was it lack of free time? Did you have no sense of purpose or meaning? Were you just not excited or passionate about your life and what you were doing? Was your physical health suffering? Right? Did you not have a sense of control or security? Maybe you were in a profession that was going through changes and it was causing you to really question your future in that particular job or career. Right? These are the common things that are going to come up for people. So here's the secret. If you can get really clear on how to message what your things were, and look, the more you can hit on, the better. Now, we don't want to lie and say something was a problem if it wasn't, but if you know there's a good chance that the prospect that you're talking to is going to be unhappy in one of those areas, if they apply to you, the more that you can add on in your story, the better chance you have to connect with and build rapport with the prospect. See, this is how they you relate to them. You know, imagine this, two different scenarios. I could either... If I want to prospect, you say, hey, I'm going to share this video with you. Take a look at it and let me know what you think. Okay, that's one choice. Or I say, hey, look, you know, maybe I know you. And I say, hey, let's get on the phone and let's let's catch up. I've got something I love to share with you, but be good to catch up anyway. Okay, we set up a time to talk. We get on the phone. I get on the phone with you. I'm like, hey, look, you know, it's so great. It's been way too long. But look, there's there's a reason why I wanted to reach out to you today. I really got something I want to share with you. Actually got involved in a, in a business, started my own business. Here's why. Or, hey, look, I, I started using a product I'd love to share with you. Here's why. I go right into my story. And I hit on multiple things. You know, I, I don't know if you can relate to this. I always love saying that. I don't know if you can relate to this. But, you know, I have a background in medical sales. And I found myself in a career that I wasn't really excited about. I was having to work harder and harder every year for less money. And I was really feeling like... I was lacking a sense of security because I was watching all these people in my profession get laid off. Companies were merging. At the end of the day, here's the thing I realized is that I needed to find something different. I don't know. Can you relate to that at all? Right? Notice what I did. I touched on these multiple things. Now, I know in my mind that if this person is a legitimate prospect, it means that there's going to be something missing in their life. Because look, remember this. I talk about this a lot. Understand that people don't buy opportunities. They don't buy products. They buy solutions to their problems. So if I can share you in my story, here were the problems in my life that were causing me to be dissatisfied and then say, I found this business or this product that I thought could be a solution 
if you share the same problems as me, now you are automatically getting more excited because without me even having to explain to you what it is, you're thinking, well, maybe this can be a solution for me. So sharing your story in a way where you're saying, hey, here are the problems that I had. Here's why I'm so excited because I have found a solution. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether you've even solved those problems yet or not because you want to know what? You've got a solution and they don't. This is where we get caught up. We think, well, Bob, I still have those problems. Yeah, that doesn't matter. They, you have a solution. You have a way. You're excited because you have a future where you see not having those problems anymore. They don't have that yet. So you don't have to be like, I've got these incredible results. You could just say, look, I've got the answer here. So by sharing your story, it gives you a way to almost build a bridge. And that bridge is like, hey, you're on this side. I'm over here. Let me share my story in a way that I'm just being open and honest with you, but I'm going to connect with you so that you can see that we're alike. That's what your personal story does. The next thing I'd have you do is this. So you're, you're sharing your story. Like that's kind of the intro to the call. And then the next thing you do is you want to start asking them questions. Look, here's what I learned early on. The one that asks the one that asks the questions controls the conversation. You can't let your prospect be asking all the questions because they're going to direct the conversation in a way that you don't want. They're going to direct you and lead you to having to give too much information. So you have to go into the conversation knowing I'm in control. I initiated it, I started it, I'm going to control it. So I get on the phone with you. I share my story. I say, hey, look, I know we need to catch up, but let me share with you why I wanted to connect and reach out, right? I'll say, look, we'll have time to connect down the road here. Why? I want to have a sense of urgency. Share my story. And then at the end, I say something like this. You know, does that resonate with you at all? Can you relate to that? And then I just let you respond. Here's what I'm looking for you to find out. Do we share the same problems? Right? I shared my story in a way that I know if you're even remotely a prospect, you're probably going to say, yeah, you know, that makes sense. I don't, I don't love what I do, or I'm not getting paid what I thought I was worth, or I'm not feeling all that secure, or I'm not as excited about my health, or you know, I struggle with lack of energy, and, 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 and I know I could lose a couple of pounds as well. Like You're looking to find that common bridge. Now, they may or may not give that to you right away. Right. If you've got like a red apple prospect, they're going to just start opening up and you're going to connect right away. It's going to be really easy, but not everybody does. So you might need to start asking them some questions to try to pull it out of them. Right. Your goal is in that initial call, like, I know that you're not here to buy an opportunity. I know you're not here to buy a product. You're here to buy a solution to a problem, but I got to figure out. What problem do you have so I can sell you that solution? Here's where this is not a one-size-fits-all approach to prospecting. Every single prospect is different. Every conversation could be different. Look, the way you present your business and products could be different to every person. You want to really be successful at recruiting? This is what you need to do. So ask some questions. Hey, how's your job? How's your career? You know, do you love it? You know, what's going on, right? You know, just you need to really start asking questions to find out looking for that problem. Here's the goal. Just try to be interested in them, right? Try to be interested in them instead of trying to sound interesting, instead of trying to make it all about you and just give them all these details about what I'm doing. And remember that unless you find out what is that pain point for them, what's that problem that you can solve, your chances of recruiting them are not going to be as great. So this is one of the best things to do. 
Now, in an ideal situation, this would be something that you would do before sharing a third-party tool with them. So let's say that was the scenario. I shared my story. I'm finding out some questions. I find out, look, we've got some common ground here. Like I see you're struggling with some of the same things I did, and I'm like, great. Hey, look, here's what I want to do. I've got this video, got this tool, got this thing, got a sample. I want to share it with you. It'll do a much better job than I will of explaining it. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to give it to you. We'll set up a time. You know, Let me know when you think you can check it out. If you can watch it now, great. We'll set up a time to follow up. And then afterwards, I'm really excited. I'm curious to see what you think or if you feel the same way that I do about it. Right? I'm, I'm telling you, at this point, the language is less important than doing the other things I'm talking about. My whole point here is you want to avoid having to give the details. They're like, well, what's the name of the company? How's it work? Hey, great question. Here's what I'm going to do. That's your cue to transition it to the tool. So now you're like, look, let's do this. I'll send it to you right now. If you have some time now, you can watch it. Why don't you take a look at it? And then we will call me when you're done or you know, I'll watch it later. Let's set a time to follow up tomorrow. So in an ideal world, that's going to happen. Now, but that isn't always the way that it happens, right? Sometimes you can't, you'll get on the phone with them after they look at the tool. Sometimes it's just easier for you to send the tool because that's just what makes the most sense. And you'll get, you'll get on the phone with them in the follow-up call. If that's the case, when you get on the phone with them in a the follow-up call, all you want to do when you first get on the phone with him, because remember, the person that asks the questions is the person that's in control. Is just say, hey, look, I'm really curious to find out. I'm excited to hear. What did you like the best about what you saw? Would you like best about what you heard? Right? I want to control that conversation from the very beginning and find out maybe uh, do they have a problem? They're going to volunteer to me that I can connect with them right away. And then I'll get into sharing my story. And then I'll get into doing that work to uncover their question. So it's the same format. I'm just going to deliver it in a little bit of a different way. If I'm on the phone with them before the tool, I'm going to send them the tool at the end. And then in the follow-up, I'm going to ask that same question. Would you like best about what you saw or heard? I'm looking to find out what's the thing that's going to motivate them. And here's what I'll tell you. If they have questions, that's a good sign. Questions. People get, people, I remember I used to get so nervous and freak out when people had questions, right? Questions are a good thing. Questions and even objections are a good thing because it means that there's some level of interest. If somebody's just straight up not interested, they'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm not interested. But if they ask a question or they have an objection, it means that I am interested at some level, but I have this concern. So whether it's questions, whether it's objections, here's what that really is a, a cue for you to do. Move them to the next step of your process. And I don't know what your process is. It could be different for everyone. Maybe it's to add them to a Facebook group to get them an answer to that question. Maybe it's getting them on a three-way call, a three-way Facebook group chat. Maybe you have some other sort of tool or recorded presentation or a product sample that you can give them to. But just remember, the phone call is just another step in the recruiting process. And here's the secret. You just let the process do the work for you. Right. If you're resisting the urge to make yourself the expert, don't be the salesperson. Try to say less. Focus on doing the things that we're talking about, sharing your story, asking them questions, finding out what's their problem. You know, we had one of our students that said, Bob, well, when's the right time to do that? When's the right time for me to be asking them what their goals are, what they're what's missing in their life? And it's from the very first interaction. 
You can't possibly do that too early because the sooner you get that information, the better you are able to tailor the recruiting process to best suit and fit their needs, closing to their goals. But how do we get that information? There's no better way than a phone call, a live interaction. This is the reason why I think it's so important. So that's what I want to, I want to just challenge all of you today to start getting on the phone with people, start getting on the phone with them, whether it's before you send the tool, whether it's during the follow-up, don't get frustrated when people say no, or they're not willing to at least give it an attempt, push past your fears. You can do this, have confidence and believe that you can. And I'm telling you, sometimes it's just being willing to do some things you've never done in order to start seeing results you've never seen. And this today could be the very thing for you. So look, here's my challenge to you. This week, over the next seven days, get on the phone with a prospect. Get on, Make it a goal to get on the phone with a prospect, share your story, and segue to the tool. Who cares if they're interested or not? The res, I'm telling you, the results don't matter. Here's what does matter, that you did it because that's gonna help you become the person that you need to become. So hope you got some value out of today's show. And uh, as always... Appreciate you being here. I love each and every one of you. I will see you soon on the next episode.